Hi, this is Chris Wilder. I just wanted to take a moment and talk about the interview you're about to hear. Uh, this was with Ian Abernathy, uh, world-renowned karateka, of course, uh, in regard to bunkai applications and so forth. But in this podcast, we took a little different take. I didn't tell Ian what we were going to talk about. And I came at him with four separate topics that he was wholly unprepared for. These kinds of podcasts usually can turn into circuitous, rambling conversations, but this one didn't. And it was really quite amazing. And I want you to listen to how quickly he fields these questions and how quickly he gives clear answers to these questions. That tells you a couple things. Number one, that they're integrated within him and that uh, they are a true and earnest belief. And that secondly, they've had a lot of thought put to them. So I would strongly suggest that what you do is you grab your notebook or however you take your notes, whether it's on your laptop or your phone or however it is, because I think you're going to want to capture some of what Ian has to say, because very frankly, this podcast moves very, very quickly, and the information is really very dense on these four topics that I threw at him. Now, remember, no idea what was coming at him, and this is what you got. So take a listen. You might want to listen more than once. I do recommend you taking notes if you want to, and here it is. Welcome to the Martial Arts and Life Podcast with Lawrence Kane and Chris Wilder. Welcome to Martial Arts and Life. I'm your co-host, Chris Wilder. I'm flying solo today. Uh, well, actually, not completely solo. I got somebody sitting across the microphone from me right here, the the plush table that we use uh, for our podcasting. <laughs> Ian, uh, got Ian Abernathy in here. If you don't know who Ian is, well, then that's your problem. Uh, no, uh, great guy. Uh, great martial artist, fantastic uh, karateka application, uh, uh, gobs. Ian, where do we find you? Let's start with that right now. It's just it's in Ian, ianabernathy.com. Ianabernathy.com, spelled I-A-I-N. As you, like to, as you like to say, the correct way. The Scottish way. The yeah, yeah, way. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, hey, the way that we do um, martial arts in life is, Lawrence and I normally just have a box of questions. And we don't know what's in there. We just pull them out and speak to them. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Uh, in the in the vein of that, I have <laughs> stuff right here that I'm going to uh, lay on you and you get to speak to it, okay? Okay, let's I got, do it. I got yeah. four topics here. No problem. So tell me, what does growth in the martial arts look like? Growth in the martial arts? Yeah. What's yeah. growth in the martial arts? Is is it all encompassing? Is it small? Is it narrow? Is it physical? Is it mental? Is the, there... So we're talking for the individual, not the growth of the art itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, many, many different levels, I think. So the first one we've got, I think, is uh, you've got the physical. I would hope that anyone who kind of takes up martial arts physically progresses. They become fitter. They become more healthier as they as the progress. I also think we've got um, the, the you know technical skills are obvious ones. If you get more technically proficient, more combatively efficient. I also think there's a lot of kind of outside the dojo things that qualify as growth as well. So if you're like more able to kind of better organize yourself, take responsibility for your progress and your failure able to discipline yourself for your own training. I think these are all things that would constitute uh, progress for me. Well, you're talking about growth in a sense that it is a, um, 
it actually is a personal responsibility there with the one that you hit on the side is, you know, taking responsibility for these things as opposed to having, um, you know, saying, well, if it weren't for, yeah, yeah, yeah. then I would have, or yeah. if it wasn't, or the, this is working against me or they're always after me or whatever it is, you, you take some personal responsibility. No, absolutely. I mean, the analogy, you think like a plant, you know, for a plant to grow, it needs like kind of optimum conditions, but the plant itself is the thing that's got to do the growing. And you know, <laughs> that, that, that's, you know what I mean? It just, if it's getting well fertilized, it's getting the rain and it can be in optimum conditions, It's but it's it's, it's got to grow on, on its, uh, itself. So if you've got a bad instructor, yeah. like, you know, then you, you may not progress in the way that you could. So the surrounding environment, I think, counts a little bit. But ultimately, you know, you've got to say, okay, what is the surrounding environment and how, what can I do to make sure I thrive in this environment, you know? And that could even mean growth in the martial arts. If the environment's not right, you move yourself to an environment that's, 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 that's better for you. But I definitely believe in that, um, uh, sense of kind of uh, self ownership, you know, for, for the martial arts. Which I think sometimes in the traditional martial arts in particular, when the sensei takes on almost like the guru rule, oh, I, think, yeah. I think that can kind of go against that, you know, that I'll give you everything you need. I'll show you everything you ever need to do. I think, I think like a good instructor will be saying, like, I can point you in the right direction, but you've got to be the guy, you know, walking and I want to see you walk. Well, your instructor, Doug, yeah, clearly yeah. then he, he, he did that for you. Absolutely. Did he, did he do it because that's who he is, or did he see a, a light in you? Well, no, he's, uh, I mean, Duke's just, he's uh, just an all-around nice guy, you know what I mean? He's, 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 a, he's a good guy, and um, in many ways, he's almost like a second father to me, because, mm-hmm. you know, I was that kind of uh, uh, young, rebellious, listless kid, and, you know, the, my own father and Doug were probably the two most influential guys in making sure that I, I went in the direction uh, that I did. But the great thing with, with Doug is he did, he, you know, he pushed you incredibly hard. You know what I mean? We're talking about that. He just would not take excuses from you. You know what I mean? It just, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just not going to fly. Um, you know, he demanded a high standard and you would achieve that high standard and he would have pushed you until you did. Mm. You know, and, and that was, um, uh, but I don't think, you know, I don't think it was particularly anything special about me. I think he's done that for every student he's ever had. What may have made the difference is I, I, I knew I wanted to be good at this. So the, the level of enthusiasm, I think, was something that Doug certainly picked up on. You know, for example, we, we'd have like association uh, summer courses and in the, so we'd train all day and in sure, the evening sure. people would relax. I'd go back to my chalet and I'd train some more. You know, and Doug <laughs> would come around the chalet and I know he's going to be practicing the kata we're doing. So, come, so there was stuff like that, 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 you know, maybe there was a, a slight kind of difference, you know, but uh, no, I think they did that, like all instructors, he did it for everybody that ever walked through his dojo doors, I think. Well, the next topic then is planning. And you talk about being, you know, a listless kid. I mean, I, I call them, <laughs> I call them the desert years, you know, where I was just like, just, there, there was a, there was a swath in there that was not a good time. Um, and, uh, there was, there was really no planning involved. T- tell me about, about, about planning in the martial arts. Well, see, I, th- I think for, for me, so is that, um, that was one of the major revelations that martial arts gave me, you know, I, 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 and I can remember it vividly. I can remember the moment vividly, right? I, mm-hmm. I, had, I had passed my first belt, my yellow belt, and I, and, and I decided that, you know, martial arts was something that I wanted to excel at, and I was really passionate about, about them. And I remember sitting in a tree at my end of my father's garden, I climbed yeah. up the tree, that was one of the things, and I'm sitting in this tree, and I'm thinking about, you know, this orange belt test that's coming up, and I don't feel ready for this test. And, I, and I'm, I'm getting nervous. I don't want to fail it because this is something I want to be really good at. Yeah. And then and, and it just flashed. It just dawned on me. You can practice and get ready for this test. You know, that, that was kind of like the, the, a revelation to me. Don't sit up the tree 
complaining about the fact that you might not pass. Well, you're not going to have an apple land no, on well, your well, head if you're in the tree, <laughs> are you? No. So, that, so that's, what I, that's what I did. I decided, okay, what I'm going to do is every night when I get home from school, I'm going to do my homework. I'm going to do training first. And if there's time left, then I'll spend time with friends. But, but every day, I'm going to make sure that I get some training done and get some practice done. I went back to the grading syllabus and I had this little plan where I would tick the things I thought I could do well mm-hmm. and I put crosses against the thing I can't do well. So to me, that was the first... Uh, part of uh, where I made myself a plan in order to achieve an objective. And then when I got confident before that, and then I passed the test, you know, I did pretty well on it. That was that revelation that I can shape things. If, if I decide I want to gear from point A to point B, I, I can do that step by step by step. And, 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 that, and so that's one of the things that, you know, it's useful in the dojo, but massively useful outside of the dojo. And, and, and it's, uh, I, I'm very driven on that front. If I want to get somewhere, I, 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 will, I will make myself a plan and I will make sure I get to the point I want to get to. And that's definitely something that I've picked up through martial progress. Yeah, and I can see the, <laughs> the plan behind you. <laughs> yeah, 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 the plan behind my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's... Uh... See, I'm not almost the most organized of guys either. Do you know what I mean? He's... He's... Uh, um, uh, as as anyone who's looked inside my office will tell you, you know. But but in terms of um, getting the core things that need done in order to get me to the position one I want to be, I think the martial arts really helped me with that and can help anybody with that. I think if you go to a good school, the schools that go, even if you don't apply yourself, will reward you for it. That's teaching a very negative kind of life lesson. I think you know. Oh, it's a disservice. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, I mean, and it's, you know, self-esteem is important, you know, but you don't gain self-esteem, self-esteem by telling people they're good when they're not. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, well, it's, it's like I tell, uh, I tell my students and I, I got this, I heard this first from Ed Parker, but I'm sure that he got it from somewhere else, but you know, whatever the attribution is, that's where I first heard it. And it was, uh, everybody starts at the bottom. Everybody works hard, and nothing is for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and if you got those three things, you're going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and a little bit, of, a little, a little dash of planning. Eh? <laughs> yeah. uh, fourth topic: patience. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about how you are the great patient sage of all time. I, I, I am the one of the most impatient men. <laughs> you know, as any, as any, I um, I. If, if 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 things are moving, I'm okay. If things are moving. If things aren't moving, I really don't like it. You know, and it's sure. um, but uh, and and it's uh, it's that's 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 a weakness I've got that I've uh, I've got to work on. But I think as well in 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 terms of like, say, if things are moving, I'm happy. And I think some of the problems that. Uh, I've seen students fall into the trap of is that they focus too much on the the product. The, you know, I want to get to this particular position without concentrating on the process of getting there. So I, I, I can delay gratification for the, the end result. I can wait years mm-hmm. and years and years. Because I think often people who can't who want things now tend to be a bit short-sighted and make, can make very bad well, decisions in their lives, you know. Well, I want an Oompa Loompa now, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it never, it never works out, out well. So I can be patient in terms of waiting for the uh, end result. I'm impatient in wanting to get moving towards that end result. I don't care how slowly it grinds away. Mm-hmm. But 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 I have to feel that I'm kind of moving in that direction. If I'm still and oh, slipping backwards, I I really don't like that. Did your did your impatience, especially like in, when you were in your your lower ranks, did 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 it ever come back to bite you? Uh, on on that front, so no, I wasn't too bad on on that front because I wasn't I wasn't in a rush to get up through the. The mm-hmm. grades, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is, is the, the, that that was never that's uh, unusual. Yeah, well, I, well, I, th- I think what it was is because um, uh, the, the, the maybe um, the small 
bits of progress mm -hmm. were enough to keep me highly satisfied. So I didn't need to go, I don't need to make the single leap to kind of black belt. You know what I mean? If my front kick was better on Sunday than it was the following Sunday or previous Sunday, then, sure. I, then I'm happy that I, that, that's good. That, that, progress that, that's all. Enough, the progress yeah. is made and, and yeah. that, that progress is enough. But, but, but if I felt that I, I, I wasn't making any progress, and of course, sometimes you are, and you just don't realize it. You know what mm. I mean. But there were times where I, I would, uh, I would get frustrated with the fact that I wasn't kind of uh, moving forwards in 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 that in that sense. But all it would make me do is train harder in a frustrated and inefficient way. So that in that way, it did kind of bite you a little bit. You know. Yeah, I, I I know exactly what you're talking about. But you know that 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 ability to be um to be able to refer to oneself, to be mm. self-referential. And to and to actually, you know, get in the car at the end of class and go, you know, that wasn't perfect, but it was sure better than it was last time. Yeah, yeah. That was always satisfying enough to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and then and then I can remember other times of just complete utter impatience, and it was, uh, you know, and 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 it manifested not just on the dojo floor, <laughs> but, but in other parts of my life as well. You know, and and the result was always, always, um less than satisfactory yeah. when, when things were pushed a little too hard, a little too fast, no well, matter what it was. I think one, one of the mistakes that because uh, martial arts were the thing that I found that I wanted to excel at, up to that point, I had nothing like that. So once yeah. I started to go, I, I can do this and I can be good at this. Looking back, one of the problems I had at that age, my self-esteem got far too wrapped up in my martial progress. Mm. So if I was doing well at class, I, I was a happy boy. If I, if, if I wasn't doing well in my martial arts, I, I'd, I'd, it would, I'd feel bad. You know, I'd feel uh, more about sure, it. Sure. And, yeah. when, and, and, and it was that kind of, you know, as you get a little older, you realize there are more important things than, than, than that. But so I sometimes see it in some of the younger students, you know, when I hear about, you know, I think that they're kind of making that same mistake sometimes. You know, they're kind of, they're pushing yourself to the optimum less level, I think. And then there's over pushing yourself. And if having pride on yourself on a good day is a good thing, but beating yourself up when you've had a bad day is not particularly productive, you know. So, well, that that takes us to uh, the next topic, which is focus. Hmm. Talk about focus. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's a different focus that we're talking about here when you were younger, and the focus that you have today. Hmm. Yeah. Tell, tell us, tell us the difference. What's the, what's the flavor in that? Is it the difference between, you know, is it the difference between an apple and an orange or is it the difference between Marmite and Vegemite? You know? <laughs> Which is a massive difference for those who don't know. Well, that we, we all know Vegemite is just not, that's a communist plot to undermine the, to undermine Great Britain. I mean, that's just, yeah. you know, that's what that is. Uh, um, I, I, um, I'm definitely better in terms of like uh, focusing on where I, uh, my objectives and having a little mm -hmm. bit more of a realistic plan. What, was your, what was your mind like though? I mean, can you, can you reach back and say, I remember that mind when I was in yeah. orange belt. I remember that mind. It, it, it was um, obsessive and clingy. You know, mm. in, in terms of its progress, frantic is probably a, a good word. I, you know, that's the way I would describe myself. Mm. It was, was, it was, it was like, it was like a skull full of of porridge with bees in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just yeah. That, that's exactly that, that's you know. So I, I, um, I, I, I want this and I want this now. And if I'm not getting it, this isn't. And this is what I. It was just. Um, whereas now I feel I'm, I'm <laughs> marginally <laughs> uh, 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 more relaxed and um, 
in in because I think what what you you don't you, when you get a few successes under your belt, you realize it's just about grinding it down. You just keep doing it and doing sure. it and doing it. You know, so and 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 just you know, not just with the martial arts, but the other stuff like you know, you you write your first book, you realize it just doesn't appear. You you just grind it yeah. away until it kind of it kind of turns up. So there's a, a slightly um, less chaotic type of focus when it comes to getting things done now. I'm sure it could still be improved, though. You know, I, I, one one of the, my own failings that I am aware of is is um, I I can focus on things like a little bit too much, so I can get lost in the detail of it, and I kind of start obsessing about details and lose the big picture. So that's what for for uh, yeah. projects I have to watch that with myself because I'm aware that I do it. You know, and and I'll do the same thing, but 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 the thing of it is is that I I enjoy it. <laughs> and so I have to stop it and go, you know, I, I can't afford the luxury yeah. of doing that because it's it's fun to get way down in the minutia because uh, it's kind of a safe place to be, uh-uh. you know, and you're knocking around down there. And, and then it's like, this is this is delightful. Can't really do that. You know, you just it, it feels good, but I have to step out of it and say that's that's not getting me where I need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to continue with this. All right. So we, we covered focus, patience, planning and growth so now you got uh a young ian abernathy let's go with that orange belt again Mm. and he's coming up to you and he's saying wow you know i i just really love martial arts and i want to do what you do what are you going to tell him yeah what do you what do you say to that what do you say to that kid my honest thing is, is to make sure he's enjoying it as he perseveres because I persevered, but at times I got that obsessive about it, it stopped being enjoyable. You know what I mean? So that, mm-hmm. that would be my thing is just make sure you're enjoying it. You know, just 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 keep keep enjoying it. If you have a good day, great. If you have a bad day, doesn't matter. Just turn up at the dojo the next day, you know. Um and, and to relax a little bit and realize it's not the kind of uh, the be all and end all. Because I, I, I genuinely I remember if I had a bad day, I couldn't do a technique, I would just have to relentlessly practice and practice and practice till I could do it. And I don't think it was mentally healthy in the way that I uh, that I did it. So I, I would probably tell them, you know, you'll do better. You'll do better if you just relax that little bit, stick with it. You get the most you can out of every training session. The bad ones count as much as the good ones do. And eventually, just keep persevering. You'll get to the same point. How do you make the bad ones count just as good as the uh, good ones? Well, I mean, I think there's, there's some things. I mean, there's two. One is, I mean, you can learn a lot from the bad ones. I think sometimes sure. the good ones are good for your ego. It's nice to go to a session and feel, you know, I am Bruce Lee. You know, everything that you do feels great. Um, uh, but the the, the the bad ones, um, as well as kind of having an opportunity to learn of, as to why the the bad. But even even like like you know, the day you work out, a bad workout is better than no workout. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that's a thing. So, so I, I always think, and I, I, I have that view now. You know, I still. Did you used to have the view though that a bad workout was a waste? Oh no, absolutely no. no and no. I, 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 I've seen myself at that age. You know, when I was kind of like late teens and stuff. Like I train in the morning, and if it went badly, I'd be training again in the afternoon. And if that went badly, I'd train again in the evening. You know, so you're, yeah. you're chasing this thing that's getting further and further away from you because you're fatiguing yourself and you're getting frustrated. Um, whereas I've had that, that, I'm much better at kind of give and go now. So some days, you know, I'll, I'll get into the gym or I'll go and train and think, well, that wasn't great, but it was something and something's always better than nothing. You know, it's kind of headed in the, it all, it all mounts up. Yeah. One of the things that I've had to learn is to be gentle with yourself because the world is not going to, <laughs> you know, the world is not going to do it and don't expect it to. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I'm not saying that you molly coddle yourself or anything, but you know, at times it's okay to step back and go, and that wasn't the best day ever. 
Um, but you know, I'm going to go to sleep and get up the next day. Yeah. Well, it's one of the things that, um, gee, I, I will treat myself in a way I would never treat anybody else. You know, I, I, there's some of the things I'll oh, say yeah. internally to myself that I would never say to anybody else, you know, and it was one of these things. It was a, a friend who pointed out to me. Um, I used to be like a, um, a shop steward, like a trade union rep. You yeah. Know, the so, plant there. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so most of my day, it was, it was always, it was never particularly confrontational in my case. It was always, you know, just helping the business. Yeah, let's get this done. Yeah, let's get this done in a way that works for everybody, you know. Um, so I would spend a lot of time kind of working out how the company could prosper in the same way that the members of this company could prosper. And then I left and became self-employed. And a friend said to me, he goes, will you stand for one of your old bosses treating you the way that you treat you? You know, we work in the long hours, you see. And, and I went, that's a good point. You know what I mean? I, I, would I tolerate it if the old bosses had said to one of my members, you've got to work a 14-hour day with no breaks? I'd say, there's no way anyone can do that. Yet when I first started doing this full-time, I, I would I would, I would, would do that. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, and I can still find myself falling into that trap sometimes. You know, I have to remember to kind of just, you know, be, yeah, be nice to yourself. You know what I mean? If, if I was my employee, what would I want me to do now? I'd want you to go upstairs and kind of sit on the couch and rest and take it easy for five minutes. So, yeah, I think that's the thing. You, you've got to be treat yourself as you would want. You'd hope yeah. to treat others, you know. This has been fantastic. Uh, I want to leave on one note, and that is an agreement that we had one time standing in <laughs> your living room. We were talking about Monty Python. Yes. And it was it was sad, funny, and almost hyper real the fact that we both found instantaneously when what is the funniest thing we'd ever seen on Monty Python it was the herring slap <laughs> that's right it's <laughs> still to this, like see yeah, it's yeah. still to this day that is still uh, standing on top of a dike in a pith helmet slapping <laughs> each other in faces with herring <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's it's yeah it's one of those kind of uh, brilliantly stupid which oh. yeah it is it's Absolutely, um, uh, utterly, just to this day, it's still, I mean, look, we're both sitting here smiling. And that's it, that's it. As soon as I get that mental image, as you say, it kind of, it makes me laugh, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> so be gentle with yourself. Uh, have, uh, you know, know that you're going to grow. Have a, have a plan. Be patient with it. Focus what you're doing. And uh, remember that uh, you would never stand for your boss treating the way you treat yourself. Absolutely. Outstanding. All right. Thank you, my friend. Excellent having you here. My pleasure. Be well. Hmm. Don't worry, I'm going to edit this out. Uh, it would go dead right there. Yeah. Um, all right. So, hang on a second. Let me mark this. Clever. Oh, yeah. That's... I like it. I can see it every time. <laughs> I'm doing that. I'm stealing that. Steal away, baby. Steal away.